0: I believe your pastor, is, is, uh, can't wait to preach. He's excited. It's good to be excited. And, uh, it's good to be praising God. It's good to see you here today. And thank God for His grace and the privilege of being in God's house. And so, uh, I want to say a big God bless you and a big thank you to your pastor today. And, and I appreciate him and, uh, honor him today. We give honor to honor his due. And, uh wanting to uh, have a two Sunday in a row uh, revival type, and we decided to uh, theme it. And we've been talking about faith. I started talking about faith last Sunday, and want to uh, talk about faith again today. Uh, this is not business as usual in these last days. And so, uh, as you see what is happening around this world. We need to be full of the Word, full of the Holy Spirit, and uh, walking in faith. Can you say amen? Amen. Uh, there are a lot of people afraid today. But the more faith you got, the less fear you'll have. Amen. The less anxious you'll be. You'll take care of your anxiety. And uh, we hear the scripture saying in Psalms 46, be still and know that I am God. Amen. And so in these days, in these last days, we really need to grow our faith. Amen? Amen. But before I get started, as I usually do, I want to stand and give God some praise. So let's stand, please. Uh, Pastor, thank you again. We we love you guys. We thank the Lord for you. I also want to uh, echo what the pastor is saying today at 5 o'clock. This is a uh, church leadership and volunteer and anybody that uh, uh, would want to move into some type of volunteer role or leadership role or get ready for that sometime down the road, we invite you. Uh, if, if your husband or wife is a volunteer or a leader and they're going to be here today, you should come with them. Don't let them come alone. Come with them so you can hear what they hear. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I almost feel I just invite everybody that wants to hear what we're going to say today, because it's going to be extremely important today at five o'clock. And so I just encourage you to be here today uh, at five. We're going to give God some uh, praise, because the Bible says, "Let everything that hath breath praise, praise the Lord." Lord. Amen. Amen. We don't praise men, but we praise God. Am I right about it? Amen. Amen. Uh, I, I reminded myself, I didn't have to remind God, but I reminded myself on the way over here this morning that I'm nothing without you, Lord. He could have said, I know that, but he didn't. <laughs> I didn't have to remind him I'd right, right myself, I'm nothing without God. Amen? Amen. We need the Lord. How many want your faith to grow? Amen. How many of those faith can grow and will grow? It does grow. The apostles prayed in Luke 17 and 5 these words, Lord. Increase our faith. God wants our faith to grow. And in the day that we're living in, and in these last hours and last days, our faith needs to be strong Amen. in the Lord. Am I right about it? Yes. And uh, our faith needs to be strong in God. But we're going to begin today. The Bible says, now we're going to do what the scripture teaches us to do today, to clap your hands unto the Lord, and that's why we clap our hands. First of all, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And that doesn't make any difference what church you're from, what background you're from, what organization you're from, saved or unsaved. If you're breathing, we owe God everything. He woke me up this morning, started me on my way. So he said, let everything. Not some people, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. We owe him the praise. All of it. We wouldn't be here today without him. So the Bible says, "From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised." Am I right about it? Amen. So the Bible says, "Clap your hands unto the Lord," but He didn't stop there. He said, "Shout unto God with a voice." If there's gratitude in our heart, they ought to be praise on our lips. Amen. And if you're going through a tough time and a hard time, they ought to be praise on our lips. Amen. Because sometimes we have to offer under God a sacrifice of praise. The best way I know to get out of the valley and to get where you need to go is to praise your way through it. Amen? Amen. And the Bible says to praise God in all things. I don't praise Him for a flat tire, but I keep praising Him anyway. me. Right come on, let's praise the Lord in this house. Hallelujah! do that, but I am today, uh, I'm going to read a a few passages of scripture uh, from the word of the Lord. Uh, The first one I'm going to read is found in Exodus chapter number three, and uh, I'm going to read starting from there just for a moment today. Last Sunday, we uh, preached and discussed the topic of faith for these times. Faith from the days that we are living in. You know how we need faith from these days, amen? Faith from the times we are living in. I want to go ahead and tell you this morning, the title of my faith message today is this. Faith calls us forward. Faith will call you forward. Faith never tells you to retreat. Amen. Faith never going to tell us to back up. Let down.
1: Faith always
0: calls us forward. Come on, somebody. It always calls us forward. And uh, your pastor alluded to my pastoring. The first church I pastored many years ago. Uh, it might have been 20, 21. Uh, 21. 18 month old, my wife. Uh, we pastored that church for two years, a little small community. I knocked on every door in the community. When I say all of them, I knocked on all of them. I went to every door I could find. And uh, I, we were there for two years, and while we were there, we added on and built some things, did some things, and we had to cut some trees to raise some money. Needed some money. We're a small church. My first Sunday there. Everybody showed up because they wanted to see the new preacher. And they all, the, the discouraged came, those that left came back that first Sunday because they wanted to see the first preacher was going to be And so the clerk called in a few days said, Pastor, everybody's going to be here. Everybody's coming. They want to see the new star, the new thing. And sure enough, all nine people showed up. <laughs> That's right. Eight women and one man. Wow. We left there. We were there. We built. on, one out I started saying we had to cut some trees. Preachers yelling and teachers telling. I'm, on, I'm going to do a treacher today. Trees. <laughs> what I'm saying today is extremely important. I've prayed and sought the Lord for these two Sundays, and uh, we were. We needed some money, of course, with the small congregation because we were going to add on some Sunday school classes that we didn't have. And so we were trying to raise money. We were cutting trees, and there was a huge, I mean, a huge tree close to the, uh, to the line. And one of the neighbors sent a word to me if you cut that tree, you better get a lawyer. Well, I don't like those kinds of things. Got the, uh, I got the plaid out, I got the drawings out, and looked at it, and the man that came to cut the trees for us, he looked at it, and we and I looked at it, and he said, you know, it's, it's close, but it's on, on the church property. Cut it. It was, a, it was huge. It was a huge tree. It brought a lot of money Say amen, somebody. Well, we never heard from nobody. You know, the devil is, is a big bluff. The devil wants to do everything he can to get you to slow up, let up, back up, let down, and back away but faith will always call you forward faith will never tell you to slow down faith will never tell you to sit down on God faith will never tell you to quit faith will never tell you to back up faith will never tell you to do less than what you're doing faith will always call you forward we went to our next church and uh, we, we wound up in a storefront building that was built in the 1800s and all the glass on the front, and when we went in in the wintertime, you could actually scrape ice on the inside of the window. We were heated by one heater, one, one heater at the window. Uh, I on the platform that morning. My wife taught a Sunday school class to my left in a room that's the 1800s. The walls, hardly have any walls, so you know what? We nailed up a uh, cardboard. We didn't have a shoe. My wife's teaching the kids in a class like that. I'm on the platform. It's so cold, and we're there that morning. I'm sitting on the platform that morning, and out of that room, we're getting we're singing. We're getting ready to, for, to preach, and a little mouse crawls out from the side of that door. Just a little bit of a mouse, and it was so cold back in the back of that 1800 built school building. The mouse died under the organ. It was so cold. We had about 35 or 40 people, mill people, worked in the textile industry and all those kinds of things. But God calls us forward. I don't have time today to go into all of it and everything that happened, but in four and one half years, we had bought property, paid for the property, and built a two-story brick building for God Almighty because God always calls us forward. Amen. Can we give God all he always calls us Lord. We were there for one half years, and then the Lord sent us to Meltona Church, and so there we were there thirty-eight years. Thirty-eight years. We Moved in with five acres and, and a smaller building, left with thirty acres and a six-million-dollar building, and uh, you see the progression. in our walk with the Lord. When you leave here today, you ought to leave better than when you came. Closer than when you came. More faith than when you came. God always is calling us to Him. He's calling us closer to Him. And how do we do that? We resist the devil and he'll flee from us. Amen? The Bible says, draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. And I've been on this journey a long time. I'm excited about being called forward for more of God. How many knows there's more? You know, I I get a little frustrated to hear people say that that well it's never gonna be the same and we're not ever gonna see what we saw yesterday and the days of revival are over with and that's not gonna happen and that's not gonna happen. For people to say that they are saying that God is backing up. Come on. people to say that, they're saying that God is withholding his hand. For people to say that, they're saying that that, that God is let up or or let down a little bit, you know, and he's just letting us coast. It's too late to coast. Amen. And I come to tell you that Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. And this thing ain't over with yet as what we're seeing in these last days, ladies and gentlemen, There's going to be a great Of the Holy Ghost in the world today. We're going to be saved. And God's going to call us forward in our walk with the Lord. And God's going to use you and you and you and you more. Somebody shout more.
1: More than you've
0: ever been used before because God is calling you forward. Amen. 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 Let's get out of it. Let's quit being stuck. God's calling you forward in your walk with the Lord and your relationship with God am I right about it watch this let's go through this here this morning I I feel the Lord here today don't you Amen. you know Israel had been in uh, uh, in Egyptian bondage for many years and when they really started calling out to God and crying out to God here's what the Lord said to Moses in Exodus 3 watch this here's what he said he said, The Lord said, I've surely seen their affliction, the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and I've heard their cry. They started crying out to God by reason of their taskmasters, and I've seen their cry, for I know their sorrows. Watch now. And I am come down to deliver them out, and I say, out. out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them a large land, and it's going to be a land that's flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to take them unto the place of, of the Canaanites and Hittites and Amorites and all of those folks. And Now watch this right here. Watch this in verse number 9. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come unto me, and I have seen the oppression work with the Egyptians oppressed them. And then it says, watch this, says, I'm going to come down and deliver them. Come here, God's got a work to do in these last days to call us forward, and He's telling you, come here. Yes. Come here. Come here. God said, I've come down to deliver them. Come here, Moses. Come here. Come here. I don't care who you are, where you've been, what kind of life you've lived, what kind of background you've got, how many ups and downs you've had. Moses is on the back side of the desert having to listen to God through a burning bush because he rose up one day and got ahead of God and murdered an Egyptian when he wasn't supposed to heat him in the sand. And when they found out what he had done, Moses said, I've got to leave here. And he went to the back side of the desert and stayed there until he was 80 years old. And God said, now's the time. You, you took matters into your own hands. Don't shout me down. You took matters into your own hands. The time wasn't right then, but it's right now. Come here, Moses. I want to save to you today, no matter what your age is, how long you've been here, how long you've been around, what you've been doing, I have, let me tell you something. God's timing is always right. And God's not through with us until we stop breathing our last breath. Come on, somebody. I I, I need to tell somebody here this morning God is not through with you. God's not through with, with you. He's calling you forward today. This is a faith message today. And God is calling you forward. He's not through with you. God's got a lot of things for you to do. He wants you to serve Him, live for Him. You've still got an opportunity to make a difference in this world. You still have an opportunity to make a difference in the kingdom of God. You still have an opportunity to make a difference in the church. You still have an opportunity to make a difference in somebody's life. And God said, come here. I'm here. You've got an opportunity to make a difference in somebody's life. Somebody you work with. You've got an opportunity to make a difference in this house. In serving the Lord. You, you, you've got an opportunity to do that, and there's a place for you. You know, things change. Oh y'all to stay with me today because I'm feeling good. Things change. My daddy was the Sunday school superintendent for many years and he started a bus ministry and uh, he, they went out every Saturday and uh, you, you, that's the way you have to operate a bus ministry. They went out on Saturdays and they, they will be back in the morning and they'd go back in the morning and sometimes they'd have to oh, get yeah. the kids uh, uh, clothes on, get them dressed, get them ready and, and he filled up that bus and they bought another bus. And uh, they went out on Saturdays and visited on Saturdays. And my dad worked six days a week, and then go when he got off on Saturday. And my dad was in a textile man, and then go late in the evening on Saturday, we'd we'll be back in the morning. And uh, and so we'd fill up two buses. And so uh, time came, time came in his age and in his life that he couldn't operate like that anymore. All he had to do was do some zagging, zigging. Just because because you're not doing one thing now that you used to do a long time ago don't mean God is through with you today. And he just made a transition to another area of the church where he could serve the Lord and do the work of God and the things of God. And so I've come to tell you today, as long as we've got breath in our body, I've come to tell you today, God is calling you forward and he says, come here. God wants to anoint you to be a different maker in these last days and so let me say this to you I've been doing this a while and I'm, I'm not through yet, what am I going to do with my one and only life, there's not another one coming, I cannot be replaced, AI cannot replace me, nobody's got my fingerprint and so with my one and only life, it belongs to Jesus until he calls me home, All right, Can we go a little further. Watch this now. Look at the book of Numbers. Uh, Listen. Let, let, I, I, I just need to read a little bit here this morning because I want you to get this. Faith calls us forward. Amen. It doesn't tell you to retreat. It doesn't tell you to back up. Faith calls you forward. Faith calls you forward. Moses sent 12 spies. There were 12 tribes in Israel. 12 of them. 12 tribes made up Israel. Mm -hmm. He took a man from each tribe, 12 men, 12 spies, sent them into Canaan land for 40 days. Now that's going to be important in just a minute. 40 days to search it out and to look it over and come back with a report. And so that's what they did. They left. They went and they searched and they looked. Verse number 25 in yeah, number 13. They returned from searching the land after 40 days. Stay with me there. They went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel into the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh and brought back word. Unto them, unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land where you sent us, and surely, let me just paraphrase right there just one. Surely it's just like God said. Surely, I'm in Numbers 13, verse number 27 now. Surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Here's where they get in trouble. Nevertheless. But, come on. Amen. Let me stop right here and say something. <laughs> now, stay with me now. Man, I, I'm feeling too good today, y'all. Y'all <laughs> You know, we don't always have to say when, when we need to serve and we need to do something. We don't always have to say, let me pray about it. We don't always have to say, let me pray. About it. I grew up, and my mom and my grandmother said, you know, there's some things that just got to be done. Yes. Amen? amen? And it's got to be done. And if I can do it, and if I can do it until somebody else can, come on, don't, amen. Nevertheless, now here we go, nevertheless, the people be strong there. The people be strong that dwell in the land, and the, the city's there, they got these big walls up. They're walls. And they're very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, which are giants. They're they're big people. And now watch this. He said, the Amalekites, well, they dwell over in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites, I know these names don't mean nothing to you, but I want to show show you something. The Amalekites, the enemy, actually, the enemy, dwell in the land of the south. The other enemies, to, to the promise of God, because you see, this is God's promise. I promise you this land. the other enemies to to us receiving the promise of God well, there's some of them that dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites they dwell over by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. I've come to tell you today, it's never easy to, to, to receive the promises of God and to walk in the power of the Lord and in the anointing of God because there is an enemy out there, there is a devil out there that goes about seeking who and he's going to do everything he can to thwart the work of God and the kingdom of God and the plan of God and the premises of God. And the enemy there lived in the south. They lived in the mountains. They lived over by Jordan. They were surrounded by the enemy. But I come to tell you, can't stop, almighty God. When God gives you a promise, when God speaks his word, you'll just come forward you feel being activated and working and if God says you can have Cain and Leah, I don't care how much the enemy is how tall they are, how big they are, and if we're surrounded by Cain, nothing will stop the promise of Almighty God Amen Amen. Faith is calling you forward no doubt no unbelieving, no fear faith calls us forward, somebody say Amen Amen. Can we go on little further? And uh, and Caleb, verse number thirty, stealed the people. I know I got a little loud today, and I said I going to be a preacher. <laughs> and Caleb <laughs> stealed the people before Moses, and said, "Here we go. Let's go up at once. Faith will always call you forward. Let's go up at once, and be him for we are well able to overcome it. I just got through reading you the negativity and the doubt of the other uh, people that had uh, spies that went in and they come back. They came back with a nevertheless. Nevertheless, the people that were you know, it's a Wall sheet is a giant stuff there. But faith calls us forward. Caleb, still the people, calm down. Everybody say, calm down. Calm down. Caleb, still the people before Moses and said, let's go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. Verse number 32 says, they brought up an evil report of the land. And do you know why it was an evil report? Because it was a report of doubt. It was a negative report. And God called it an evil. It oh, was not a faith field report. Let us go up. Let us go up. Let us go up. Amen. One Sunday morning, uh, we were in our old building that hadn't been in too many years, I'd been there a few years, and we're sitting there, and I'm sitting on the front row, the church, and church is getting ready to get started. And in walks a man that I hadn't seen for Evangelist filled with the Holy Ghost, Methodist Evangelist. And I've seen it, it's been two years or longer since I've seen this, this gentleman. And he walks in that morning, just out of the blue, walk, walk all the way up front and sits down. But we still had pews in those days, that' we've been searching for got chairs. He walks in and sits down on the pier right beside me, And I looked over at him and prayed. You know, we took just a moment to get real acquainted. He said, I guess you're wondering why I'm here today. I said, well, yeah. I mean, it's been so many years since I've seen you. He said, well, here lately, every time I pray, I'm seeing this place. And here lately, it has become a little more defined. And when I'm praying, I'm seeing I'm singing you. I'm seeing you alone and you're coming up before me so I, I didn't know what to do he said i just kept praying i thought it's just me you know how people do don't shout on that one how <laughs> I many times have you said it's just me you know and so he said you know i, I passed it off and this carried on for a while uh, until i thought i got to do something about this and so we showed up to church one sunday morning and, he, and we got to talking just as the church is getting ready to get started. He said, I believe the Lord told me to come and tell you that you, Mr. Uh, church, you're about to take a giant step forward. That's all he said. Then he sang with us, and Bruce and that church, and he left, and I didn't see him. Didn't tell you the truth, I do but I seen him sing. About a month and a half after that, about one or two o'clock in the morning, it was late. One o'clock in the morning, I woke up. And you know, how many times have you heard preachers or other people say, God woke me up in the morning, this, 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 and why has it always got to be at two o'clock in the morning? And I know why now. I know why now. Because it's cluttered with so much during the day. When you hear God at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know it had to be God. We're so busy, we can't hear Him. We're listening to all these other voices, doing so much, doing so much, and it's in our quiet time that we can hear God. And if you hear God, it'll either be for you personally or not he would be calling you forward in some situations so that morning that late i was waking out of the sleep and the lord said now's the time make this move i've been praying about it and i made this move and we went to two services on sunday morning one service on a sunday night we did that for eight years by the way but anyway, before we got our new, but anyway i was so moved by it Shoot. Into the office the next day and wrote a letter to the church without saying anything to anybody. And I said, "On so and so date, we're gonna uh, move into two services on Sunday morning. I sent that letter out, and we just did. God's calling. God called you forward. Come on, somebody." Amen. Now there've been a lot of other steps before then that we've been called forward on, but this this was another that many times I take. And so we were called forward, and we moved in, and we started doing two services. Like maybe the last of October, first of November. I had some of our preacher friends say, "You know, you don't start two services in the wintertime." <laughs> I've voices coming from everywhere. You don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Faith calls us forward. Yes. So we started it. I remember going back to the choir one Sunday morning. They're in the back room singing and rehearsing and getting ready to come out. And I went back and told them, I said, listen, we've been doing it for, I don't know, maybe a, maybe a month or two. It's cold that morning. And uh, I said, I want y'all to come out and sing and just trust God and believe God and what have We don't have a large crowd today. Matter of fact, there were more people on the platform singing than there were. was not phased because God said and God's calling us forward and it wasn't too long after that until the first service was just as well attended as the second service it was amazing how God worked but that's how God did it faith will always call you forward I'm going right to about it. Amen. Faith is never in the reverse. He never backs us up. But he always calls us forward. Mark 11, 22, 23, 24. Let me read this, these verses to you. Jesus said, How faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say I don't know why this uh, uh, stuck out to me in these scriptures, but in these scriptures, the word shall is mentioned six times. Six. And for some reason or another, some time ago, I was reading and praying and had this in front of me on my desk, and those words, the shall, just, just, just really popped out to me. so I did a word study on the word shall. Uh, when you say shall, it means that you are expressing the future. It has not been yet, but it shall be. And can I say this to you this morning? Our God is the God of shall be. amen. Woo, yes. yes. Jesus. That's the kind of God we serve. Shall be. Watch now. Let's read this. Have faith in God for bearing I saying to you that whosoever shall say. It hasn't happened yet, but if you shall say it, it shall be that whosoever shall everybody say shall, shall. saying to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when we pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall, it will be, it shall come, it shall come to pass, and it shall be. It will happen if you will believe. When God speaks and when God talks to us, it's always to call us forward. Yes. I want to go to a new level. Yes. He's calling us forward. Amen. Amen. I want to get closer to God. He's calling you forward. I want to be effective in the kingdom of God. He's calling you forward. So listen, if you want it better, you got to be better. Come on, come on, say it okay. If you want it better, you got to be better. Yes. If you want it right, you got to do right. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God's always is calling us forward. Yes. Let us go up now. Let's don't wait another minute. Let's don't wait another moment. Let's go up now. I know everybody said it's bad. I know, the, I know everybody else is seen there's giants in the land. I know everybody else is saying there's walls uh, that are surrounding those cities. Uh, amen. And they're surrounding those cities. But I read in the Bible that when, when they went in and walked around Jericho seven times on the seventh the trumpet the Bible said those walls fell flat. I come to tell you there's no obstacle. There's nothing that can keep us from the promise of God. There's nothing that can keep us from everything this word of God says we can. and Jesus was passing by and when Jesus was passing by he heard, he couldn't see him but he heard it was Jesus and so he said, Jesus Jesus you know sometimes you got to watch those disciples (laughs) 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 they walked over there too shh, don't let, don't trouble the master no, no, no Well, the Bible says, he's crying a little louder Jesus, because faith is calling him forward. Come on. Jesus, the healer, is passing by, and if I can just get to him, if I can just get to him, he gets to Jesus. The Bible says there was a woman in the Bible who had an incurable disease. Watch this. She went to many physicians, spent all that she had. What? Here's what the Bible says. This is amazing to me. She suffered many things from many physicians. Because what she had was incurable So they experimented Mm -hmm. Trying to get her way Trying to help this woman Mm -hmm. And she suffered many things from many positions Spent all that she had in positions And was nothing to better And when Jesus was passing by She heard it was Jesus And she said She's going to it." Here's what I like We're so easily to give up these days We're so easily discouraged We're so easily Come on now and when she gets there, he's surrounded by so many people she can't get to it. But her faith kept calling her forward. I'm telling you, if there's anything that we need to we need to be minded about today, is growing our faith in God. That's right fear will cause you to quit anxiety will cause you to back up fear will paralyze you into doing nothing faith will, faith will always call you forward and when she got there she didn't give up easily she stood in the crowd around him she said if i can just press my way through this crowd press my way through this crowd and you know she was sick she she had a disease and she was dying and you know it was against the law for her to be in a crowd because she was dying and and had an incurable disease but it didn't make any difference to her I'm going to tell you at some point in time in your life you got to put word about what people are saying at the water cooler and on the break road that's right right. amen and go after God She said, if I could just press my way through this crowd. Somebody kind of took you. If I just press my way through this crowd and touch some, the Bible says, some part of his clothes. If I could just touch the hem of this garment, i know I'd be here. See, she didn't let anything keep her from getting to Christ. Because that faith in her was so strong. And it was because so Jesus would tell her that Jesus admitted she, it. So it kept calling her. I, I just know. I, I, I just know if I can touch him, I can be here. Touched him with his garment. We know it was her faith. Well, Jesus said, who, who touched him? The disciples said, Lord, everybody, I'm you mean. He, he said, Well, somebody touched me with faith. He turned and saw her saw this. Saw this he said, Daughter, watch that. He said, It's thy faith, your faith, that made you whole. Something on the inside of her kept her going and it didn't look good. It kept her going after Jesus, but it looked like everything like like she couldn't get to. him. Faith will always call you forward. Come on, right back. It'll always call you forward. Come on, let's stand just for a moment. this. Here's what he said. He said, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said, yes, Lord. And he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith. This is why we've done two Sundays on faith. It's how important faith is. According to your faith, so be it unto you. Under you. We need to have the faith that, that works and operates like this. And the devil says you're not going to be able to make it. We need to have enough faith to say, But my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. When the enemy attacks you in and brings low self esteem into your life and tells you that you can't do this and you cannot do that, the faith will call you forward and say, I can do all things through Christ. He strengthens me. It takes eleven days to go from where they were in Egypt to Canaan. Eleven days, eleven days to get there. The forty years come into play is when they were wandering. Room today, you've had a setback. You've had some setbacks. You keep circling the same situation. You need to say, in faith, I've circled this situation long enough. I've been held back by this situation, this problem, long enough. This time, I'm crossing over into the promise of God. God has a promise waiting on you if you will allow faith to call you forward.